Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Moneyline Madness podcast. My name is Matt Cherico. I'm here with Andrew Brucato. Andy, say what's up to the peep. How's how's it going, everybody? You ready to do this? Yes, sir. Unfortunately, Steve is in the midst of a move right now, so he's not going to be with us for the foreseeable future. But does, that does not mean that there is not money to be made still. We're going to be talking college hoops today. We're going to be talking some NBA and hopefully updating you guys on everything that's going on on the hardwood and maybe even make you some money this week. So kicking off, we're going to dive right into college. Andy, how you been feeling about March Madness so far? Just one simple movie quote can phrase everything for you. In the great words of Terry Hoyts from The Other Guys, have you ever seen that movie? Absolutely, dude. Oh, yeah. And and this isn't a desk pop, right? You're not going to give me a quick desk pop? No, no, no. I'm not going to do a desk pop. I know you'd love that, but I'm a peacock. You have to let me fly. This is a peacock state now. We're from New Jersey, so we've seen it. We've heard it from everybody. I'm sure you know somebody from St. Peter's. I I certainly do. This is my favorite part of college basketball, personally. I I think that it it really encompasses how you you never get the sixteen best teams. St. Peter's is not one of the sixteen best teams. You get the teams that outlast people, and and them being there is just a great story. I was looking up tickets for the game in Philly this weekend. Was really interested in going until I saw the prices, but really excited for St. Peter's. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Another episode of the Moneyline Madness podcast. My name is Matt Cherico. I'm here with Andrew Brucato. Andy, say what's up to the peep. How's how's it going, everybody? You ready to do this? Yes, sir. Unfortunately, Steve is in the midst of a move right now, so he's not going to be with us for the foreseeable future. But that does not mean that there is not money to be made still. We're going to be talking college hoops today. We're going to be talking some NBA and hopefully updating you guys on everything that's going on on the hardwood and maybe even make you some money this week. So kicking off, we're going to dive right into college. Andy, how you been feeling about March Madness so far? Just one simple movie quote can phrase everything for you. In the great words of Terry Hoyts from the other guys, have you ever seen that movie? Absolutely, dude. Oh, yeah. This isn't a desk pop, right? You're not going to give me a quick desk pop? No, no, no. I'm not going to do a desk pop. I know you'd love that, but I'm a peacock. You have to let me fly. This is a peacock state now. We're from New Jersey, so we've seen it. We've heard it from everybody. I'm sure you know somebody from St. Peter's. I, cer- fact. I yeah. certainly do. Th- this is my favorite part of college basketball, personally. I I think that it it really encompasses how you, you never get the 16 best teams. St. Peter's is not one of the 16 best teams. You fact. get the teams that outlast people and and... Them being there is just a great story. I was looking up tickets for the game in Philly this weekend. Was really interested in going until I saw the prices, but really excited for St. Peter's. That really is the weekend, but in terms of college basketball, it was an incredible weekend. Some good upsets, but we got a lot of good teams left. I actually have a, a quick bet really just to bring up. the. They give you a future bet on what the national championship is going to be. I'm really hard on I'm really high on um on Villanova here. I mean, I'd push them very hard here. Villanova's a very good team and Gonzaga's probably the best team left on the other side of the bracket with Baylor gone. So that 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 one you can get at plus thirteen hundred right now. That's a good bet right now. Those teams are probably the favorites left over. 
So just thought I'd mention that one before we get to Thursday when we're more focused on the games. That is what I think could be the national championship. Great weekend of college basketball. Yeah, it was super exciting. I mean, you saw teams like Kentucky that are like notably, you know, great organizations just go down the drain. I mean, it was it was awesome to watch. And St. Peter's, they're really putting on for New Jersey, like you said, a 15 seed. They probably don't deserve to be where they are, but they've outlasted everybody. And sometimes it, luck is a factor in this. So it definitely does play a role. And we're seeing that right now. Um, right now, you were talking about really liking Villanova. I got to be all over uh, North Carolina. I think that really? for them to come in as an eight seed right now and the way they've been playing, I never thought they were actually an eight seed. I was thinking more no, like I didn't either, five yeah. or six. Yeah, I agree with you. But, man, they look good. And, they like, did. they look really good. So but, I think them going up against the UCLA, that's going to be a tough matchup. And it's unfortunate because I really like Johnny Juzang, too. Oh, yeah. But... Man, you went say, yeah, this is going to be a really, they're going to slug it out. And the winner of that game will go on to uh, face the winner of Purdue and Kentucky. So that's going to be, it's going to be exciting. The one thing that'll be interesting about North Carolina, I was watching the entire game. They had a huge lead. And then when they got the press on them, they, they couldn't do they, it. They turned yeah. it over, I think, 12 times in, in 18 possessions, I think it was, something like that. Yeah, it that was something if, crazy. If your team can press them, you're probably going to be able to beat them. You might as well just do it from the beginning of the game. They didn't know how to pass the ball when a press was on. Of course, that's what Baylor and Scott Drew are really good at. But I was yeah, very, they were very picking happy. Yeah, they were them up full the, court. Like, oh, the yeah. second half, it was crazy. And you saw, like, it put the pressure on. The refs oh, were yeah. calling a lot more whistles. Mm-hmm. I think that some of those whistles were a little cheesy, but oh, yeah. it is what it is. They still came out with the dub, so. Oh, yeah. You know, um, so out of these last Sweet 16, if you had to really choose that uh, that one, would that it be Villanova for oh, you? Oh, yeah, that Villanova team. I don't know if you watched them this weekend. I watched them against Delaware, and I saw a team that shoots a lot of threes. And I was like, okay, maybe it was just because they were playing Delaware. Maybe that's just who they were. Ohio State, they don't just shoot threes. They, they drill them. They drill them from deep, too. Colin Gillespie, he's amazing. I, we did the thing in school about uh, Villanova. I didn't yeah. realize that that kid's an NBA star in the future. He can shoot from anywhere on the court. So yeah, I mean, he's he's a stud, and he's incredible. pulling up from like four feet behind the oh, arc. Yeah. Just know, oh, yeah. if I had to pick one, I mean, it's just it's unfortunate because I'm not a big fan, but the power of Gonzaga when they look like they're rolling on all units, it's just it's yeah. really tough to beat them. When they have all four cylinders clucking with Chet and Timmy and oh, between yeah. like they're yeah. just they're so big on the boards that they're going to dominate you down low. And that just takes control of the whole game. Yeah. So I, they gave they me definitely they gave us a little me. scare. They gave us a little scare with their first game, though. They, and then they, they went did. on, I think, like a 28 to two run or something. Exactly. Like that. Like, us, the the first half, bro, I had I had them um, just that DraftKings boost for uh, their money line for it to be from minus 100 to plus a thousand. And uh, it was, it was free cash or minus a thousand to plus a hundred. I'm sorry. And uh, I was getting a little nervous. I was like, there's no way it's oh, yeah. tied at halftime. And then all of a sudden they come out and blow yeah. these boys out the water. Oh yeah. You, you expected, but I was eating I mean, dinner. I looked to the side. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> yeah. Like Georgia state. I was like, how is Georgia state hanging around right now? It doesn't, oh, it doesn't God, make sense. But then they came out and they mopped Memphis. So, oh yeah. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was exciting. College basketball, it's really just getting good this week, too. Oh, yeah. It's like, last so week was fun. awesome, but the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 are really where we start dialing in. Oh, yeah. And this is where the madness is about to go down. Oh, yeah. This week and, is going to be absurd. And when we brought up St. Peter's, we see it close. They're playing close to home. I, I think they've got a shot this weekend against Purdue. I wouldn't be surprised if they won. They're just going to have to neutralize the tallest player in college basketball. Easier said than done. But I think there's a shot that they could win. I don't know. I just kind of keep wanting them to – I want them to keep pushing. That, that yeah, is such a cool totally story. Yeah, they're totally my – yeah, they're the yeah. Cinderella team. So I definitely agree that if you can – if you could slow down – what is his name? Zach Ed, Eddie, right? Or Zachary Eddie? Edder. Edder. Oh, oh, are you talking about the uh, center. Purdue? Yeah, they're uh, yeah, I think you're right with his name. Yeah, exactly. and they've got Jaden Ivey, got Jayden too, Ivey who is yeah. literally like that's the only difference for me is that Purdue really has that star that they could turn to and yes. give them the ball and be like, get us a bucket right now. And There's only a few teams, yeah. There's exactly. only a few teams that have that. UCLA has NBA, that too. He's NBA ready. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Duke has that with like Paolo and even Roach. I mean, Roach the other day was going crazy. Oh yeah. So Gonzaga has that with Chat and Timmy. And that's really what we're going to see if St. Peter's could pull off those types of buckets. And that's really the difference between a Cinderella team and a team that just kind of comes in and fades out. Like, can they get those big moments? So everybody always seems to, my brother actually had a bet on, on St. St. Peter's the other day because he's in Pennsylvania so he can bet them. I'm like, dude, you're insane. I'm like, you're, they're not winning the game. They're not beating Kentucky. He won like 150 bucks off of it. The next day he put, he was going to put them against Murray state. He was like, I forgot they played today. He didn't put any money on him. I was like, you're stupid. Cause I knew they were winning that Murray state game. There was no way they were losing that one this weekend. We will see. Yeah, we will see. But I think if they, if they have a, if they could beat Purdue, I mean, they're going to be rolling into that next matchup with the utmost of confidence after beating oh, yeah. a team like Purdue. I mean, they Purdue has been on the cusp of being really good for like three, four years now. And yeah. this is probably the team that they see they could make that oh, yeah. big push with. Because they, they've got an NBA guy and a guy who who's the same height as Yao Ming was. I mean, they've they've got a lot. They, they've got a lot to be excited about. But when you have a train like a Cinderella like that running in, it'd be very tough. And also, I think the winner of that plays... The winner of the North Carolina UCLA game. Yeah, that's gonna it's gonna be unfortunate. Boy, watching that would that. be different. That yeah. would be different. <laughs> um, one thing though, I want to take a look at. If you go down to the Midwest, you got Kansas going up against number four Providence, and then the winner of that game takes on either the eleven or ten seed Iowa State or Miami. Ooh. I mean, yeah. Kansas, Kansas, I don't think is the best team in uh the the tournament right now left, but I think that their road to the final four is just too easy like it i wouldn't seems like say easy ball. i wouldn't say easy but i would say if you do look at the seeds it looks easy providence is going to be a battle um i have a feeling miami's probably going to beat iowa state iowa state can't shoot but yeah if it's kansas and miami i'd be hard pressed not to pick kansas anyway against one of those two if they can escape providence they do have an easy road but do not doubt providence providence they can shoot and they, they get rebounds too. That kid Watson, he he is he's in there. Certainly knows what he's doing. But yes, in terms of the easiest road, I mean I'd be tough not to say that, that UCLA doesn't have the easiest road because St. Peter's wins, then technically they have an easier road. Because yeah. somebody eventually has to figure out St. Peter's. You would think uh, maybe, but I don't know. Dougie Eater, man. I know. I it's, just, it's he's tough. different. It's really it's tough. It's crazy to watch that. It's insane. You don't see it in college football, that's for sure. 
It's not yeah, like every fact. year. There's no Alabamas in uh in college basketball. Duke hasn't won a national championship in years, so don't give yeah. me that. And they're yeah. just actually like looking okay. You yeah, know, they're I, just starting to figure it out. We we haven't we didn't even mention their game. Their game was so up and down, and I loved it. It was a great game. I had Duke. Uh, my father and I had Duke, and it was it was a good game. But they gave us a little scare late. I don't know if that team can battle like other teams that Duke has had can. So I would not pick them to win it. I think they have to play Gonzaga too. I would not pick yeah, them that's to gonna, the final that, four. The West is absolutely yeah. stacked. I mean, they got a even. I like point. Arkansas a lot too. Like Arkansas is pretty slept on for me. Their defense is really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, you're going up against Gonzaga, so that's probably not going to mean much anymore. Yeah, yeah. But up until this point, their defense was like the holding front of that Arkansas team. So. Oh. And Texas Tech, nothing to sneeze at, too. I mean, no. they came out getting absolute buckets. A lot of people had Notre Dame upsetting them in that in that game. I know a decent amount of people that were taking Notre Dame bets. And Texas Tech came out, and they just they spanked them around. And another one, just uh, Houston yesterday, Houston uh, Sunday. That was a surprise for me. I had Illinois had the I thought Illinois had the best player in the country. They had a lot of talent there, and. They just, and they, just they looked I mean, horrible. You could even and, see his draft stock fall a little bit. Oh yeah, Kofi. Like, yeah, nah, oh, like, yeah. It, like throughout he, throughout the season, you kind of saw it. I thought he was a, for sure a top five pick, and now he maybe, but is maybe, he even a lottery yeah. pick right now? He looked really tough this season. Seriously, right now you probably like if anything, I'm I think Chet is number one, like solidified oh, yeah. right now. Like it's just it's and then not you even got. Close. Bonchero, right? That's his last name. Yeah, you got Peo, you got Jabari Smith, you got Jaden Ivey. Like, I don't know. I definitely think that if Kofi was trying to make that number one overall pick type of, like, um, if he was trying to prove that, that he was, like, solidified as the number one. Because you remember with the whole Jalen Green and uh, Kate Cunningham thing, like, the animosity between them, you know? So, like, you definitely, you want to be picked number one. It is what it is. You want to be first overall. I feel it. And uh, I'm very. I was also very surprised to see them come out flat. I mean, yeah. losing by 15 to Houston. Like Houston's that, an yeah, okay team. Cool. They got shooters, but Quentin Grimes left last year, man. You know. Yeah. Like, got, <laughs> oh, you needed to pull the net. Are you trying to move us to the NBA with your little <laughs> Knicks crap? We, we can't hear- accept it for sure. But Quentin Grimes, it, like he still could have been playing there, and they would have oh, beat yeah. them by even more. You know, like that would <laughs> yeah. be nuts. So uh, I'm excited. This week is going to be really hype, oh, yeah. and. Um, Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter at ML Madness Pod. We're going to be posting our college basketball picks as things get a little closer. We're going to be bringing it up Thursday on Thursday's episode. And we're just going to be making money everywhere with this college March Madness. I mean, there's just so many plays to be made, money to be made everywhere. And we're going to get you guys that back. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, do you want to take us into the NBA? Because well, it's NBA been, there's been so much going on in the NBA. I mean, you yes. got guys like yes, there has. Bay dropping 51 points the other night. Like, oh, yeah. You know, things are things are crazy. Well, first, we have to talk about your Twitter last night. I mean, very concerned. Are we are we are we done watching the NBA? Are we just going to focus on the, the Knicks of West, what, Westchester Knicks, right? True. Yeah, the Westchester the G- Knicks. Truthfully, the um, they have a, a better point guard scheme than the New York Knicks do. So at this point. It's been really bad. Tom Thibodeau, I've given up all hope on him. He's coming back. You see that? It, he is coming, coming back. back. Yeah. Hey, and it's going to be The question is, it's, is, it, is Randall coming back? I don't know if That's, he's tradable. Oh, man. I don't know if I he's tradable right now. I don't know if he's tradable right now either because 
the only thing that makes him appealing is the fact that he has a smaller contract. You know, yeah. his contract isn't massive. He took that little bit of a pay cut. So if we do need to move him eventually, we probably could. But right now, nobody he doesn't. Nobody looks at Julius Randle right now as like a number two or three option on a winning no. team. Yeah, I looked at him as a three coming into the season. I'd be hard-pressed to see him as a starter on a championship team. Right now. Seriously. He struggles put, that much. Exactly. Like, unless you literally put him on a team like... Milwaukee where he could just oh, yeah. play the five like on an unpronounced and just let Giannis do is like it just doesn't make sense so it's been really disappointing the Knicks are really like very there's disappointing this season a tough like, there's just a tough no watch. there's just no other way to put it they're disappointing in every aspect from Randall to the coaching to all of that so yeah. tonight actually we see them at 730 at the garden take on the other most disappointing team in the east which is yeah. the Atlanta Hawks the team that uh, gentlemen swept us last season. What do you think about that game? You got any uh, um, any picks? I do. Actually, we, we were just talking so much about uh, Julius Randle. I'm actually, I'm very confident in him tonight. A little bit. little confidence in him tonight. Just, uh, I got him, uh, I know you love the player performance doubles. You just love them. Yes, sir. So I'm giving everybody uh, Julius Randle, a little double-double and a New York win. You got it at plus 200. I'm I'm pretty confident in it tonight. I think uh, the Hawks. I know Clint Capella's there, but he's had a rough year. I think I think uh, I think Randall can do it with some rebounds and points tonight. I feel like he can hit double digit points pretty easily, and uh, the rebounds is probably gonna be the tough one. But I I think he can pull through. I I really like this this uh, Hawks team. I can't believe that they are they are as uh, record-wise, as poor as they've been. I saw them potentially coming in as, like, a two or three seed this yeah, season. And they look, the way they looked in the playoffs, like, I was like, damn, Atlanta is legit. Like, yeah. they have, they looked like, we were talking about it in the Knicks chat last year, like, against us, they looked like the baby Warriors. Like, oh, yeah. they were coming out shooting, like, between Gallinari, Bogdanovich, like, Herder, like, they had crackers deep deep and uh they were stroking the ball so the, the hawks did intimidate me uh, i think I don't know they what expected a Hall, leap but. i think they expected a leap from one of the other guys other than trey young and i don't think they got that yet and i think yeah. they will but you think deandre hunter is that guy or no i don't know i think well it depends they're gonna be a play-in team so they're probably gonna have a decent pick a middle of the pack pick maybe they can find a gem there this is a pretty good draft I don't think DeAndre Hunter is that guy, but they can find that guy. But I still don't think they should give up on um, John Collins either. I like John Collins, so if he yeah, can get yeah, healthy. If he can stay you, healthy. Yeah, exactly. That's the biggest uh, thing. He's, he's like, never healthy. Guys could just stay healthy. Yeah. You know, I like uh, the Julius Randle double-double and the Knicks to win tonight. Yeah, um, at the Garden, like, we know that the Knicks are actively trying to win games. And that's the one thing that annoys me because you probably shouldn't be at this point. You're 13 games left in the season. You're realistically not doing much. Mm-hmm in the playoffs, even if you yeah, were to get past I'm, the play-in. Yeah. I'm but, looking at the standings right now. They're five out of the play-in. They're not bro, getting and there. We're, we're just sweating Evan Fournier and Alec Burks to win us basketball games. It's re- absurd. It really is. It's disgusting product. Tom Thibodeau should be ashamed of himself. But he is attempting to win basketball games. And I do think that the Julius Randle double-double and Knicks to win will hit tonight. Randle, I think it was the other night he had like 17 rebounds in the first half. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, that's just absurd, you know? <laughs> so he, he does have those moments where he's just all over the place. Yeah. He hustles when he wants to. And that's really what annoys New Yorkers because they just want to see yeah. consistent effort from you. Yeah, it seems like Evan Fournier is not a fan of him. I saw a video. He didn't look like he was too happy the other day. I don't, I don't think any of these guys on the squad 
love Randall. Like they that. don't seem like they like each other. That's what I'll say about that team. Yeah, you see, see no you leadership. see teams like even the Nets, who I hate, obviously because you know how I feel about Kyrie. They they seem like they're all friends. They seem like they like each other. Yeah, there's unity. There's yeah, definitely there's, unity there. Yeah, I, the Knicks, we, there's animosity for each other. Go look around the East now. I mean, look at all the teams. The Heat love each other. They've uh, Tyler, Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler. They might as well get a house together. They love each other that much. Uh, Philly's got great chemistry. Celtics have great chemistry. Bucks have pretty solid chemistry. You look around the league, you need to have good chemistry. And the Knicks, they cer- certainly do not have that. And Tom Thibodeau teams usually don't. He had yeah. this problem in other places. So, I mean, that's, that's where they point. should probably look at. They should probably look at that and be like, hey, is this the reason we don't have good chemistry? I'm not saying he is. It might just be the mix of guys. Julius Randle doesn't seem like a guy who's in a great mood right now. But Yeah, and then, you know, you don't have a, co- you have a coach who can't really rally the troops, like you're saying. Thibodeau doesn't really get everybody together in that kind of team mindset. Yeah. And then you lose Kenny Payne to the Louisville job. You lose Mike Woodson too. So, I mean, there's a big difference in that coaching staff from that playoff team that we saw. And it doesn't surprise me that some of that veteran tendencies that you would see from a coach in order to keep that composure is lacking. Because mm-hmm. Thibodeau, to me, just isn't that guy. And I think yeah. the NBA has passed him by in terms of uh, like play style. I think he's more of that grit and grind early 2000s ball. And now I think the pace of the game has just moved beyond him, and we're seeing it happen with the Knicks. They just can't keep yeah. up. That type of play can work in college. I just don't think he'd ever take the demotion to go coach in college. However, nah. you look at some coaches' salaries, it's not much of a demotion. They get paid a lot of money. So That's a maybe fact. be interested maybe, in it. Yeah, maybe <laughs> when he's all all done like two months from now and they decide to fire him, they can uh, – <laughs> He could go get a job maybe with a uh, local community college, train some L.A. Yeah. fitness guys. Yeah, real quick before we move on to the next one. Everybody, we, we know that they announced that they're keeping him. It's a lot different when you're watching teams in your division playing the playoffs and you're not there. It might You might change your mind. You might Seriously. change your mind. So. Seriously. The Nets are going to be playing some playoff games probably. Maybe exactly. with that Kyrie. That's going to piss off Leon Rose in the front, front office for sure. Yeah. With that being said, we're going to head down to Orlando. We got the Warriors taking on the Magic. This is a stinker, man. I mean, the Warriors are going to blow them out. I don't really like much in this game. I think that if you're going to take anything, I could see you taking – I could see you hopping on right now. The Magic are not very deep at the three position. So if you want to look at Klay Thompson props, I'm definitely with that. Uh, We do know Steph Curry's out. No, I do not see any Warrior props yet. But – We'll stay. We'll stay with it. And uh, I think Clay Thompson should have a good game. So if a player performance prop comes out that you could get like Clay three threes in the Warriors to win, that's really the only way I'm seeing much value in this game. They're minus 320 on the money line. So I don't know if you have anything like that. It's just, yeah. All I had was I think they're going to cover. I I think they're, I mean, seven and a half is what I have it on ESPN. It's eight, I think, on FanDuel. They should win by nine or ten at least. So I, that's really all I have. There's no player prefer- in these types of games. The stinkers. I mean, they were they had all pl- props for the Magic because they're like, you know, we know you want to bet the Warriors, so we're not going to exactly. let you. Yeah, I just feel like a uh, a vulture picking at scraps, yeah. like yeah. roadkill or something, trying to get some, trying to get any money I can out of Fanduel yeah. for these games. <laughs> that's all right though. We could take it to Milwaukee. 8-10, we got the Bulls going up against the Bucks. Two months ago, I would say this is a pretty good matchup, but being that the Bulls haven't beat a team above 500 since Thanksgiving, um, probably not as good of a matchup as we thought it could be. I think the Bucks are going to roll them in this one. 
Yeah, I agreed. Am I wrong to say the Bulls were in first place going into the All-Star break? Um... Or I don't know about tied? first place. It was really close, though. Like they, there yeah. was no reason for them to have this much of a skid that they've been having. There's a few teams that have now passed them up. I mean, yeah. they were number one at one point this season for a while. The Phil- the Sixers have passed them up. The Bucks passed them up again. The Celtics passed them up. Cleveland's on their ass right now. So, I'm I'm amazed at how tight knit it is in the East, and these teams are both a part of it. Uh. But yeah, the Bucks not I mean the sorry, the Bulls not being able to beat good teams. That means the Bucks it are shows. Beat, the it Bucks, shows. yeah. The Bucks are probably gonna beat them by a lot tonight. I mean, you gotta be able to beat good teams. You don't Definitely. you get to you can feast on the magic like the Warriors are gonna do tonight, but you have to be able to beat the Sixers, the Bucks, the Heat, the Cavs. They haven't been able to do it. So I I have no reason to believe tonight that's gonna change. So Yeah. The one difference between like contenders like the Bucks, Heat, Sixers, and like a team that I don't really take as seriously like the Bulls, is that the Bulls are gonna come around and they're gonna stomp teams out like the Magic, the Pistons. You know, they're gonna beat those guys like the Kings. They're gonna beat them bad. And they're gonna have those like we saw the Caruso, Showtime Caruso in Chicago, all that nonsense at the beginning of the season when they were hot. And they thrive off of beating that kind of lower competition. And you saw as soon as they face these big teams that it gets a little harder when you face a team like Milwaukee or uh, Miami, who have had this solidified core for about two, three years now, you just pulling in DeMar DeRozan and Alonzo Ball, who's been yeah. hurt for six months. It's just not going to cut it. So I think that the Bulls are really struggling. I think we're going to see their fraudulence come playoff yeah. time. I think that whoever, if you guys, if Boston gets a matchup against them, I'm taking Boston into four or five games. That's what truly. it is right now, I believe. So, yeah, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm taking you guys in four or five games, and I think that would be an absolute steal Vegas-wise. Yeah, I'd agree with you, but I also I think the Celtics are going to come out with one of the one or two seeds, personally. Okay, hey, I, I could see it, man. I hate the Celtics. Well, not hate the Celtics because I like Tatum and Brown, but oh, yeah. Boston, you know, yeah. They figured it out. I'm amazed. They don't they have did. a point guard, and they figured it out. I'm they amazed. Did. I'm, dude, Derek White's been solid. <laughs> Derek White has been really good, though. And they figured it out. I know we're not talking about that much tonight. We'll talk about them <laughs> Thursday, I think. Yeah, we'll get. We'll, we'll, we'll get talk back about to them the on the on the Twitter Spaces. We'll talk about them because they play tomorrow. A pretty big game too. Hell yeah! And then the last game of the night, up in the Mile High City, we got the Clippers taking on Denver. Denver coming in as six point favorites, minus two sixty on the money line. The Clippers are kind of stinky, like very stinky. It's a pretty it's pretty tough when we know that this is probably the game of the night. Yeah, right. <laughs> like you got the Clippers are the game of the night. There's no Kawhi. There's no Paul George. Yeah. Then you go over to the Nuggets. There's no MPJ. There's no yeah. Jamal Murray. Like it's just Bones Highland and Jokic. You know what that means? Drill your money on Nikola Jokic. I got Seriously. him. Uh, I got a player performance double double for him too. I basically was like, I put all the overs on his uh his stats tonight. I mean, he amazes me. I really every time I watch him, he amazes me so. Really, tonight's the the Jokic show, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, so and somebody they came proves out and got otherwise. smoked the other night. Like they, came oh yeah, out they did. And got absolutely. I mean, you guys, like, did they even? I watched the second half because I had a bet on Jokic for him to just hit three threes. He attempted five in the first half, so I was like, let's go. We like the volume is there. He's gonna hit yeah. it. Then they come out in that second half and they don't even play the starters. Like yeah. to start the they second half, I was out. just. That's craziness to there me. There were like, MVP chants for Jason Tatum in Denver. Very, wow. very, very confusing impressive. for me. It, very impressive. It means he's making rounds everywhere. But yeah, Jokic is, he still does amaze me. I mean, he can shoot the three. Everything about him kind of amazes me. I love to watch him. So 
I expect him to feast tonight too. Who's gonna re- who's gonna out rebound Nikola Jokic? Dude, that, I was literally just looking at Jokic. Fifteen rebounds in Denver to win is plus two sixty five. You gotta hit that. And like a, for a sprinkle for plus two sixty five, I can't like Zubak isn't gonna stop him in the paint. No, you know? like they don't have the rebounding. So yeah, that's that's why I'm saying like this is a matchup he'll feast on. Even I think I don't know how many. Let me look how many rebounds he had against Boston. But I would assume he had a lot against them too, because there's no. So, there was no rebounder there. So, yeah. I mean, ultimately, he's just he, – he rebounds like crazy. He had he had actually only had eight. Interesting. But don't but, forget, like we said, he didn't play as much. That's so. true. He only played, I think it was like 25 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but if you're, if you're watching that Nuggets-Clippers uh, game, which you probably are because it's the TNT – it's one of the two TNT games tonight, uh, drill Nikola Jokic. That's what I'm giving you. Big one. Hell yeah. Well, Absolutely. I don't know if you have anything else to add NBA-wise. Uh, nothing NBA-wise. I just wanted to add a little hockey thing that I'm doing tonight. <sighs> Dude, send me. Let's talk pop. Dude, just, uh, I'm, going to a, I'm going to the Devils-Rangers game tonight. Very excited. Prudential Center. Okay. Um, go on my Twitter. I'll probably post a picture somewhere. Um, every, time I, every time my father and I go to a game, we try to place a bet on somebody to score a goal. Because like, it gives me interest and I could just scream that person's name. Hell yeah. Me. Hell yeah. Uh, tonight, I'm a, I'm a Rangers fan. My brother's a Devils fan, which is why we're going. Um, Artemi Talk Panarin. Talk to me Adam Fox. Oh, dude. Uh-uh, I thought you were... Artemi Panarin. I want to be able to scream Panera Bread all night. So I'm okay. going to be screaming Bread, man. I got him plus 225 over under half a goal. So scores a goal. Nice easy uh, plus 225 for you. If he scores, I'll do exactly what I did last time. I had had them place a bet for me. Uh, had a... Uh, Jack Hughes, 